Um, hi everyone. So apparently today is yet another Friday. Um, so it means that I am back with uh, my favorite friend in the whole wide world, Val Ed. <laughs> What's up? I wanted to disown you. Like at this point, it's it's over. I tried so hard <laughs> yeah. to be a friend, but I'm like getting. You thought I was gonna go Valentine's? Like no, gotcha. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm also joined by Valentine. Thank you. Yes, you know I had to keep the harmony in the podcast. Speaking mm. of harmony, <laughs> see what I did. There? Yes, yes. We are talking you did there? <laughs> about harmony OS today. Um, so yeah, I, before like the recording, before I started the podcast, I asked a question and Valentine was laughing at me. I asked where the Harmony OS is for smartphones because clearly I'm the one who's clueless about what we are talking about today. So maybe Ed, you can, um, educate us on what is Harmony OS so that we kick off the discussion. Oh, cool. So Harmony OS is pretty much an operating system designed with connected devices in mind, with like smart devices in mind. So yeah, it's going to work on phones, tablets and stuff like that, but it's also made for other smart devices, like devices you would connect to a smart, you, you would create a smart home setup with like your smart home security systems, your smart doorbells, smart cameras, air conditioning units and and the like. So it's just a software for smart things. Okay. Uh, so I'm just seeing that this came around in 2019. Um, why? Why all of a sudden would... Uh, oh, it's it's made by Huawei, by the way. Um, you left out the key information, Ed, and you are such a Huawei brand ambassador. You're slacking. Bro, I'm going gonna, gonna to get there. <laughs> I was going to yeah. get there. So, so 2019 is just yesterday, um, about 21 months ago. Um, so yeah, why hasn't this existed for, for a long time? So I wouldn't say I know exactly why, but what I do know is it's something that Huawei had been working on for five years before, before 2019. They had been mm-hmm. working on it for five years and, uh, it's something that kind of coincidentally went in line with the with their ban when they were banned to trade with specific companies, specific U.S. companies, including Google, which meant they couldn't have like fancy features that come with Android. So people started assuming that Harmony OS is there to just is there as a reaction to that ban, but it was something that had been in the works for a while and. It's something that they had thought of in terms of creating a less fragmented space when it comes to smart devices. Um, I mean, like currently the fact that you need to have a specific app for a specific smart home appliance, for example, kind of makes it um, a very fragmented place, this, uh, you know, this connected home setup. So for example, I have a smart home security system and I also have a smart switch and both these apps, both these uh, devices need their own separate apps so that I can use them so that I can configure them and be able to then link them up with stuff like my Google home. So 
it's well harmony os just kind of wants to bridge the gap between to break down like that fragmentation create a more a more unified system of your smartphone and other smart devices and i don't know like the name says harmony just to make it a harmonious process of linking up certain smart devices that's that's really like a, a really very Huawei fanboy thing to say um and I'm glad that side of you has come out. Uh, so, oh, so, so is it like what what um, uh, Samsung and Google are doing with like Wear OS, um, where Samsung is like kind of sort of taking all the lessons it learned from is it Tizen or Tizen OS, and then kind of helping Google along to create like a less like spotty ecosystem when it comes to um, you know what devices can use what when and how. Uh, so I think it's kind of similar to that, but also different. So similar in the sense that with Wear OS, it's a Google project. So it, it's going to work well with uh, Google devices, with other made-for-Google products. Um, but in terms of the levels of integration now, it sort of doesn't seem like it's like... Um, where OS is going to be as integrated as Harmony OS will be with other mm. Harmony OS devices. Um, so they gave a pretty interesting scenario where you are streaming a video on your smartphone, right? And then you enter into the living room and you decide, ah, I want to watch this video on my TV. So you just, you know, switch the streaming from your phone to the TV. Then the video starts playing on the TV. But then you then enter the scenario where you still want to watch this video on the TV, but you want to use your headphones as the audio output. So with Harmony OS, you are now able to have like that level of integration where you can be like, whatever it is I'm streaming was on my phone, but the picture is now on the TV and the audio is coming from my phone to the headphones I'm wearing and everything is all synced up. So um, you don't have that lag if you are trying to watch a video on a different device that the audio is connected to. So because everything is synced up so well, it's something that um, that kind of shows how deeply integrated Harmony OS devices are compared to how an Android and the Wear OS device is integrated or how a an Android TV and an Android device are integrated because like one would assume that all the apps that work on my Android phone are going to work on my Android TV, but that's not always the case. Sometimes there are some apps that are only available on Android TV and are not available on the smartphone and vice versa. But um, Harmony OS is more deeply integrated to a point where it says what, an app that you're using on your watch can work on the TV and can work on the phone. Like so long as you have to use it there, it will work. Oh, so it's kind of Sorry like, uh, to say this. <laughs> yes, Rafael. Cut me off as usual. I was going to say sorry <laughs> to say this, but this sounds like such an Apple thing. Uh, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> yes. So at least, at least we're in agreement on one thing for once. Yes, for um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds very much Apple-y. Uh, to just get things to be 
to work together so seamlessly, essentially, uh, where the user has no perception of, oh, I've moved to a TV. It's just a different like channel, but it's the same great experience. Mm. So, so technically, oh, how yeah. are they doing this, like on a technical level? Oh, that's a question to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're the Huawei fanboy here. We're here to enjoy the game. <laughs> oh man, it's like we're um, putting it on the hot seat now. Yes. Like, you have to okay. answer. <laughs> so, I may not have all the answers, but um, from a technical standpoint, what they yeah, kind yeah. of did was he has all the answers. <laughs> I don't have all the answers. I have some. I'm just joking. Yes, some of them. But when they started developing Harmony OS, they started with um, the very most basic smart devices. So your smart TVs and um, your smart speakers. And from there, they gradually kind of built it up to where it will be supported on even more beefier devices. And so, and so because of that, it kind of made it... Uh, it kind of made it easy for them to then start figuring out how to link all of these devices so that everything works as seamlessly. So, well, in their um, launch video, they talked about what they were calling a soft clock. So it was basically um, certain device, all the devices that are running Harmony OS, will, if they are connected to the same network, which is what will bring all of this harmonious operation together, they will be using a certain, they called it a soft clock. So the soft clock just ensures that every device that's, every Harmony OS operated device that's within the network is using the same reference clock, which makes it easier now for when you are playing stuff and hopping from one device to another as you're playing whatever it is that you're playing. So it makes it easier for all the devices to stay in sync because of that soft clock that all the devices are running from, um, mm. which is something that's a bit difficult to do via your, your Miracast, your Chromecast, or even via Bluetooth. So they have their own technical way of doing it. And um, that's the one that they mentioned, the soft clock. So like, so this is kind of like an app where they, where they want you to be part of like one singular ecosystem. So for example, with uh, with Samsung, you get the Samsung Gear or the Samsung Watch, but that's kind of as far as it goes. It's like from my experience with my most recent experience with Samsung, that other products don't quite have that level of intuitiveness because I've got a tablet and a phone and yeah, certain things can't sync, but it's usually over Google services um, and obviously the uh, password manager. But like other things like, you know, uh, what the, the level of integration you're talking about is something that is probably far beyond what Samsung's offering right now. True or false? Ah, um, so I haven't really, um, I haven't really gone through Samsung's uh, ecosystem to see how well things are integrated. But I think Samsung has their own version of a connected device app. Um, if I recall correctly, I think it's called Samsung Smart Things, which, uh, as much as it was a mix of Android and Tizen, it was a platform where Samsung devices could communicate. So their Samsung appliances, their smart appliances could communicate with your smartphone. And it kind of gave 
a similar experience. Uh, but granted, I don't think it was as um, seamless. So, so so I like that you say Apple with extra steps. So what these, what Huawei is trying to do, which I actually think is more of their game plan, is to not create as much of a walled garden as how Apple would operate. I think, or at least I hope, what their approach is going to be is they they are going to they are going to have a lot of partners so that they just become the de facto OS for smart stuff. So instead of um let's say a Bosch smart switch and a Shin smart switch each using their own separate apps and their own separate software, they all just, you know, use open source uh, software like Harmony OS to run their smart devices. So it kind of makes, uh, it, it kind of works the same way as what Android is doing right now that uh, most smart devices use some version of an Android operating system, uh, whether it's Wear OS, tablet OS, Android OS, or TV OS, like it's some form of an Android OS. So the main, I would say the main market for Harmony OS would be the IoT industry. So all IoT devices and connected car devices, all of those will just be using Harmony OS and it'll make life easier for the developers of that because they don't have to worry about, you know, the security patches. They don't have to worry about the the updating them ever so often because whoever it is, in this case, it's Huawei, I think, who will be updating that app will make sure that that is sorted. So it kind of makes it easier for a lot more devices to just jump on board and just uh, provide a, ser- a service in the smart home industry. So, yeah, it's uh, it might be Apple with extra steps, but at least it's not as big a walled garden as Apple is. True, because Apple, Apple only exists for Apple's sake. So you, you don't really get access unless you're going to convert. But that sounds interesting. Like if it especially comes with stuff like TVs, like um, affordable uh, smart TVs, like the Skyworks and et cetera, it'd be really cool to have, you know, a system that could, you know, that if you have a Huawei device or whatever, that you could help um, kind of, remove the pseudo barrier that exists with um, with and with tvOS or TV, Android's TV operating system because uh, yeah I have a few issues when it comes to casting is not a problem but like other cool stuff I want to do from my Samsung to my Skyworth is kind of like yeah I kind of wish I had something like Apple TV that was that was that cool but oh, in my yeah. defense the, and... the remote does come with with Google Assistant so it kind of removes the need for me to use my phone with it most times oh yeah and it's still a bit tricky for Huawei as well in the sense that uh, Harmony OS might not really take off that well on smartphones unless if it's so useful in other, in other aspects of smart things that it ends up being taken up by other smartphone manufacturers. But at the moment, like since, since your smartphone is the one super device that will be perfect connecting the dots on all of these features, 
yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know how it's going to take off. I hope it does. But uh, up until smart, more smartphones start using Harmony OS, it might take a while for those features to be ubiquitous in a lot of smart devices. Is Rufari still here or is he like just... Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I'm letting you talk. Oh, okay, yes. cool. Thank you, thank you for your kind messages. <laughs> so, curiously enough, like, um, the, you mentioned the ban earlier, right? So, would, like, how many OS is, like what you're saying, the success of it being taken on by other smartphone manufacturers, um, would, like, why would we be able to entice guys like, now, I'm asking you, in your official capacity as well as brand ambassador, would why we be able oh to... Oh, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Would we be able to like entice guys like uh, Oppo, Xiaomi, and, and the rest to like at least test it out? Because it would be cool if there are like more um, uh, manufacturers running the, the um, oh, yeah. smartphones. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, to I'm not an official <laughs> person, so you yeah, got. I just wanted to ask Kuti, <laughs> like. Anyone who ends up taking up how many OS, aren't they essentially giving up Google services? So me as a manufacturer, if I have my my smartphone, let's say it's ITOL. Don't ask you why <laughs> ITOL cares <laughs> but, Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, ITOL, yes. <laughs> say it's ITOL. And then ITOL goes, oh, oh well, we're going to um, put how many OS on our phones. That immediately means no Gmail, no Google Assistant, no all of those things because... Huawei is not allowed to to trade with U.S. companies, let alone Google, uh, which is like one of the biggest uh, tech giants in, in in America. So, so isn't it a hard sell for people? Except if maybe you are in the in the Chinese market and you're just like, ah, well, most of our of our people here they already use an WeChat, etc. So they might not necessarily need to have apps that need Google services, therefore we can just adopt this new this new OS. Yep. Ah, that's definitely going to be a tricky one. It's so I think Huawei also understands that it's going to be tricky for a lot of manufacturers to just give that up because yes, the Harmony OS won't come with Google services at all. I mean it can run Android apps and well, especially those ones that do not require Google Play services, it's mm. going to it's going to be able to run those apps. But those ones which rely on Google Play services, they won't be able to run. So their assumption is, hey, we have our own version which we're calling HMS, and hopefully one day it will be good enough or as good as uh, the Google Play services. But also, they are at the moment targeting just IoT devices. Like they're pushing a lot towards the development of the operating system and partnerships with um, de- with companies that develop IoT devices. So they, I guess, they're banking on that part of the new industry that's emerging to then be the push factor that. Uh, makes a lot of these OEMs consider having some of their devices running Harmony OS. I mean, if you still remember, like, um, when Android was, well, Android were, had now developed pretty well then, 
uh, manufacturers were also trying out Windows for mobile. So you would find out that HTC would have an, an HTC One M8 and an HTC One M8 Windows edition. Samsung would have probably a Galaxy S5 and an S5, you know, Windows edition. So I don't know if it's something that's going to happen again this time, but it'll be interesting. Manufacturers will have like uh, two variants of the of the same flagship running two different operating systems just to see which one sticks. Um, it might be a godsend for for Harmony OS in terms of it being you know used by a lot more OEMs. But uh, yeah, we'll see. So far, it's still a tough sell for a lot of them. Could a, could a possible alternative be something like what Huawei did with the EMUI, or what Samsung does with um, its op, its 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 de- uh, Android derived um, operating system? They'll be like, yeah, you can, you know, Xiaomi, you can get Hami OS. I don't know if that will affect or if that will like help with the whole ban thing, but you can kind of design your own based off of uh, Hami OS. Uh, we'll still give you the same sort of integration levels, etc. Uh, but yeah, it'll essentially be something that you will control and then obviously patch as we or upgrade as we as we go along. Oh yeah. So they they actually made Harmony OS open source. So anyone who wants you know the source code to just work on something of their own flavor and it's they can. And because unfortunately because it doesn't have because they don't have that link with Google. It won't have Google services. So you'd have to be biting the bullet and going with uh, Huawei mobile services, hoping that they get to a competitive level soon. So you can just take it up and start working on it and customizing it for your devices, uh, but it will be running on HMS. Uh, I guess better than nothing, because at least Huawei was smart enough to like start the initial work for it before the whole ban thing came. I think the ban just accelerated um, the need for them to do this. Uh, but if it's, if it's something that's, that's open source and anyone else can work on it, that's pretty cool. Um, also, something I, I was curious about as well was like apps. I know the Huawei app store has, last time I checked, it was like 88,000 apps. Yeah. So like, not necessarily, from a, not necessarily from a company perspective, like from a user perspective. If you do get like what we got back in the day with the Windows edition of, of some uh, HTC phones, um, from a user perspective, like that's really bad not having that many apps. Um, and have they done anything like to? Oh, since you're always unofficial brand ambassador, have has your company <laughs> done yeah. anything to like get more app developers to come onto the platform? Oh yeah, the oh god, I ask tough questions, man. Like. That's a chicken and egg problem, though. Like, yeah, there's a deal. Yeah. I, have no, I have no incentive <laughs> to develop a Harmony OS because no one's using Harmony OS. So, so the point is why would I spend it. time to do that? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. We're just testing it. Yeah, that's, to that's what we're doing here. <laughs> that's good. That is true. That That is true. Like, it's a bit tough do, asking developers to jump on board some operating system or a platform that doesn't have the numbers. So they have been trying to incentivize it by, you know, uh, actually paying developers for developing apps for 
the for the Huawei app gallery. That's their version of their Play Store. And well, they claim that they have about 500,000 developers now that are working on apps and working on like um, creating. So taking the old apps that are available on Google Play Store and converting them to and send, pushing them to Huawei's app gallery, but also uh, developing new apps specifically for Huawei's app gallery. So they're trying, uh, but for the user, it's a bit tricky for them right now. I mean, the only incentive for the user is, hey, almost all Android apps work on this phone, uh, but you, you have to find them somewhere. So it, it kind of pushes people to go to like third party websites that kind of have these apps like APK Pure and the like, which again are a bit tricky because now you don't know how safe those apps are. You, you're now afraid of downloading malware, which yeah, can be a bit tricky. Um, but they're working on trying to stock up the app gallery so that at least it's, it's not too, you know, it has some quality apps in there. So we're trying to work on it, but yeah, it's going to be a while. Mm. Fascinating. I, I, I like the way you've got so much faith in Huawei. Like, <laughs> I <always laughs> faith in something the way you do it, Huawei. Uh, well, I, I hope they do well. Uh, but the one thing I'm concerned about now is like the um, smartphone market share uh, in Africa is like really weird because um, didn't, what was it called? Uh, Counterpoints research or something like that to say that um, Techno is now above uh, Samsung in terms of market share. But GSTAT is saying Samsung is still pretty much on top. Um, so the thing with Africa is that people don't want things that are complicated. Like oh, yeah. when, it, when it comes to friction and whatnot. And they want to fit in, in a sense. Um, so I think it, it, I know there are a bunch of Huawei users out there. Um, but I think it, it might be like a it might not necessarily help them as like in the way they think it will in Africa, unless they make a specific focus, like for example, um, bring on African developers to create apps that aren't on the play store that are specific, like to each African country region. So you can have like 500,000 app developers, like in, in China or whatever, but yeah. for the market in Africa, I think it'll be probably the best. I'm speaking to the unofficial brand investor. So I should direct the question to you. Would it be best <laughs> <laughs> to like, include uh, African developers because I think Huawei already runs programs in Africa. There was one they were doing um, with a couple of universities a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so would it be like a good thing to like include the African ecosystem? Like, ah, guys, we're coming up with this system. We know you guys don't really have applications that are d- designed specifically for you. Uh, so we want you to come on board and help us develop, you know, um, to, to help us develop an African app ecosystem. Would that be a way to go, Mr. Unofficial Huawei brand, brand ambassador? Yes, I think that will, I think that actually would work. So, so I know in South Africa, Huawei South Africa, it, it actually will ask you which app you're looking for that you can't find in the app gallery and they will send it to you. So they, they have a specific, like an inventory of apps that they'll just send you whenever you buy a, a Huawei from one of their dealers. And it kind of helps with the whole onboarding process of people to, well, for now it was 
onboarding them on all their devices that did not have Google Play services. Um, the other one is within the app gallery, they have a feature where you can request an app that you can't find within app gallery. And when the app is available, it will automatically install into your phone. So they, they are kind of working on the whole app thing just so that they accommodate as many, as many people as possible. And I'm not too, I'm not aware of any like active programs that are within Africa working on developing um, apps for Africa. But uh, I think, I think they're thinking about it. They must, unless if Africa is not their, their market. But then Africa is also a very interesting space where a lot of people get apps, don't get apps from the Play Store and actually get apps through, you know, WhatsApp or through those guys in town that can install apps for you. So, yeah, it's an interesting space where, where you'd wonder if Google services are that big of an issue for the majority. I mean, for the minority like us who actively use uh, Google's suite of services, it might be a very hard sell for you to just, you know, move away from that and start using something else. Um, but for a lot of people who are used to getting their apps from unofficial channels, it's not going to be that big of a deal for them. Mm. Interesting. So, uh, supported devices. I remember we talked about it. What was it last week? Um, that the initial rollout is going to include a more extensive list of devices than like what we once thought. That once we, that than once we first thought, I should say. Yeah. Because uh, well, what's the oldest device? I don't remember the list exactly. Uh, but isn't like a two-year-old device that they're going to bring Omni OS to? Because I thought they'll just like. Start a fresh, oh, yeah. fresh page. So they are supporting some very old devices. The oldest one I saw on their list was the Mate 10, which was released in 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I think by today's, I think it's now four years old, if I'm not mistaken. So um, I was shocked that they are supporting such an old device. Um, but I was also impressed that if that is their new standard of how long they will support a device, it kind of um, might make some loyalists a bit loyal, a bit more loyal as well to the brand because, you know, you you feel comfortable if you know my device is going to be relevant for at least the next four years. Yeah. And, and I guess they had no option because had they, like, excluded everybody else, people would be like, but you guys want us, you know, um, to be part of this and you're excluding us from this new operating system you're building. Um, okay, they had no choice, but I think it's, it's also a case of, yeah, you guys have been with us for this long and we kind of see that a lot of people are still using older devices, of which I think most of it is Africa. Um, so I think, mm. yeah, they, they were kind of factoring that in. I'm just guessing, but, you know, we have an expert amongst us, so... <laughs> We are all just guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're all just guessing. Uh, Ed, Ed, Ed should be a Huawei brand ambassador just for the amount of PR he does for them, but uh, they have not yet reached out. Uh, And if if Huawei, if you're listening, uh, I am his agent, so just drop me a line. We will talk about it. You know, just hook us up, give us some stuff to play with. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how. 
like when so when's it you said the first update is when when it's gonna start rolling rolling out in in, in sim slash africa so so rollouts are starting in china at the moment um not too sure when the updates will go global but um the first devices that are going to be receiving harmony os will start receiving it from well they started on june the 6th so rollout will just start going in phases so it's going to be the latest devices coming down to the to the earliest ones so your Mate 40 Pros, your Mate X2s, your P40 Pros and the like are going to be some of the first batches of devices to get the updates. Then the rest will follow as the as the year progresses. I think my P30 Pro may get it when? In December this year, if they go global. So, yeah, <laughs> waiting patiently for it. <laughs> Like that, that review is gonna be interesting though. Like when you when you when you when you finally get your hands on it, then you can like finally go over it. It's gonna be so it's gonna oh, yeah. for you. So wait, your smartwatch is gonna get it first, right? Because you recently bought a Huawei smartwatch. Oh yeah, the watch most likely will get it um, in August if mm. their timelines are correct. So that's the Huawei Watch GT2. Uh, the first ones that are gonna get it will be um, the Huawei Watch GT2 Pro which was released earlier this year. Um, the new one that they announced last week already has Harmony OS, so that one's covered. I'm not yet tempted to buy it, but I want to buy it. Just bought a new smartwatch. Like, why would you <laughs> want to buy another one? Because this one is an eSIM. I can use it without a phone. Yeah, to be honest, I've never gotten wearables. Like, I've never understood the need to have, unless it's something like a Fitbit or something for like fitness but to have something that is a phone not enough like is it not enough just to have a cellular phone you want something that you can wear well, calls. <laughs> well it's cool when you don't want your cellular phone near you so yeah you want to be more discreet discreet how like you're gonna be putting your phone your your, your, your watch to your face like that, that is not discreet that is like that is the most conspicuous it's thing in your do. face oh man who puts a watch in their face well, you like just raise see, like, it and it it shows you what you want to see. Mm, mm. So what do you want to be discreet about anyway is the question. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just want to be discreet. Mm. I just want, I just don't want, because you see, the thing with a phone is as soon as you unlock it, you just have to go through a certain list of apps that... Uh, yeah, so that kind of distracts you from what you want. So sometimes I'll unlock my phone and be like, ah, I just want to check who sent me a message. And then I'm like, oh, what's on Facebook? And then 30 minutes later, I'm deep inside cat videos on YouTube. So, yeah. Uh, yeah on that point, yeah. Because Kim recently got me addicted to TikTok. And like, that's like I lose hours of the day to it. <laughs> I have I have tried so hard to avoid TikTok. I mean, Instagram stories is an addiction enough. Yeah, I I don't think I'll survive with TikTok. Yeah, and TikTok is it's like they they bait you and goad you to like react to their <laughs> nonsense, and you're like you're wrong. I, you know I know the game you're playing. You're wrong. I'm not going to interrupt this. I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm stronger than this. I'm actually shocked how Rufaro managed to get out of it because Rufaro used to. At one point, Rufaro was telling me that he uses TikTok more than any other app on his phone, which 
properly shocked me. I mean, I think I think he just how he managed. Because <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, if you can survive that, you can survive anything. Mm. So I'm, I'm trying to use it sparingly now, um, like just the minimum amount, like mm. set aside like 30 minutes. But then yesterday it happened again. Like I started like at around half past twelve at night, and then I look up, it's like quarter past one, and I'm like, why? Why does TikTok do this to? And you know, I was I was already messing up with Instagram Reels, and Instagram Reels are basically TikTok. So you see, it's it's, I don't even know why these guys are developing these apps anymore because. You just kill so much time in them. So have a smartwatch. At least you can't view videos on it yet. And then when that happens, they're going to bring TikTok and all those apps to to, to, to smartwatches soon enough. So I think at some point you won't, you won't be able to escape it unless you've, you've like just become like hardened to, to not going on stuff like TikTok. Yeah, I think you just get to a point where you just yeah, start in... Just uninstall the app. Mm. It looks like Rufaro is on another on another dev trip. See, this man's always busy. See, we would have more podcasts, oh, yeah. but it's just Rufaro is just inundated. Yeah. Too deep in his code. Mm, very deep in, in 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 his code. Oh, almost forgot to do the our our, our usual sponsor. Can you do can you do it this weekend? The sponsor plug. Oh yeah, the sponsor plug. So it's one of those scenarios where you know in Africa you just run out of data and you think now is the right time to buy some data and you do not have the data to go on WhatsApp or to open your banking app to do the whole thing. So yeah, stop 405 hack. Just dial that and pay and buy any airtime that you want, any Zessa that you want, using EcoCatch. Stop 405. As simple as that. And now we won't get fired. We've done our due diligence. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can survive. We live to speak in another podcast. (laughs) Now the photo won't fire us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? Referral claims that he's not always busy, but like we know the truth. So we know. Yeah. We understand. If it was if it was like the video version of the podcast, we'd just be winking, like, yeah, we, mm. we understand. We, we know we understand. About. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much um for joining us. Um hopefully when Harmony OS comes out, Ed will do a review on it. I think it'll do the watch is first, right? The GD two is gonna be the first one, and then mobile later. Um, and I think I'll drop also the link or the video for the review of the Huawei smartwatch. So if you're willing to sink a significant amount of money into something that you probably don't need, you can check that out. <laughs> oh yeah. And if you want, um, if you want to know a bit more about what Harmony OS is and how it compares with other OSs that rose and fell, yeah. The latest video, just go check that out. Facebook, mm. uh, YouTube, Don't forget to subscribe. Mm. It mean a lot to me. Mm. 
I was I was about to drop a symbian joke there, but I think we're, we're both too old for that now. <laughs> there is some symbian in there. Mm. Oh man, I miss symbian though. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Uh, we'll be back again, I think, next week. Uh, Rufara willing. Uh, have a have a lovely evening. Peace.